The Leslie Marshall Show, the only true democracy in talk radio, of, for, and by you, the people. Live nationwide and streaming live at LeslieMarshallShow.com. Call in with your thoughts at 888-6-LESLIE. you free because when you hear this woman you're gonna think that she thinks she's an mlk or something of those who follow jesus have no tolerance and hate gay people that's how i perceive it i'm talking about none other than kim davis the kentucky clerk who was jailed last week for refusing to grant marriage licenses to same-sex couples she has been released from prison now before we play you some audio She is a clerk, as you know, an elected official in Rowan County, Kentucky. She was incarcerated last Thursday for refusing to comply with several court orders to issue marriage licenses to gay couples following the landmark decision, the landmark ruling by the Supreme Court this past June. She stated it was on the basis of her, quote, religious conviction. Her attorney, Roger Ganim, told the news outlets like Yahoo that U.S. Judge, District Judge David Bunning, who jailed her, ordered her release today. Now, her attorney says, quote, it's six days too late, but we're glad to report Judge Bunning has ordered that she be immediately released from custody. Not so fast, okay? Only after there was a judge satisfied that the marriage licenses that she refused had been issued and were granted by her deputies in her absence. Oh, by the way, costing all the taxpayers, including the gay and lesbian and and, and transgender and transsexual people's tax money there, too. Uh, but the judge stressed, uh, the, the, the attorney for her stressed his client, quote, never changed her mind on the issue. Now, of course, we're all going to see what happens when and if she goes back to work. I've got my opinions. I've got my bets. I shared it at the end of last hour with Bob Nay from Talk Radio News Service. I'll share it again with you later. Now, Kim Davis emerged from the Carter County Detention Center, flanked by former Arkansas Governor Mike Huckabee. He met her there before her release. And here's how the party went down. First, this is Kim Davis giving a statement after being released from prison this afternoon. Thank you all so much. I love you all so very much. I just want to give God the glory. He is, his people have rallied, and you are a strong people. We serve a living God who knows exactly where each and every one of us is at. Just keep on pressing. Don't let down. Because he is here. And he's worthy. He's worthy. I love you guys. Thank you so much. 
I'm sorry. I was just vomiting in the bathroom. Uh, that was Kim Davis just released from jail. Can I break down her little one-minute speech there? She loves you all. Actually, that could be very true. She had four ex-husbands and God knows how many other boyfriends and lovers in between. Speaking of, where are those four ex-husbands? Are any of them dead and those alive? Come forward. Tell us what it was like being married to this judgmental, mighty, or speaking from God spokesperson out there. She gives God the glory. Well, you know, sweetheart, God ain't standing on that stage. You are. So that's not giving God the glory. Because in the Bible, God says to do it in private and not to gloat and not to be and, and, and not to, to take the glory to yourself as you are. He also says we know judge not. He also says the vengeance is his. And when she says knows where every one of us is at. That includes every gay man, every lesbian woman, every member of the LGBT community. He knows those people and their heart if you believe in God and you believe what this woman has said. God also said to respect the laws of the land. It doesn't mean you have to practice them. And if you think these people are sinning, you should be praying for them and loving them, not chastising them. Because if you believe Jesus died for your sins, he died for theirs as well. Let's listen to more of the people that were up on that stage. Now, I've mentioned before, Governor Huckabee is somebody that I like very much personally. I was the regular liberal on his radio show. Very kind to invite me many times for his TV show, but it was he always seemed to invite me like my anniversary or the kid's birthday. And I know he's a very, 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 very strong religious man, uh, a Christian. Uh, here is former Governor Huckabee running for president on the GOP side, defending Kim Davis after her release from prison today. Why, in your view, does this clerk not have the obligation to follow the law? Because the Supreme Court cannot make a law. They can review a law, they can interpret a law, but they can't make one. And this is what Jefferson was so clear in saying. Lincoln said it, uh, Hamilton said it, that the courts don't have the constitutional authority to just create a law. They can interpret and say one is not appropriate, but then the people's elected representatives have to codify into law the specifics. That has not been done. And so what we end up having is the first example of the criminalization of a Christian for believing the traditional definition of marriage. It is very, very shocking, to say the least. So in other words, I know that you're a supporter of the Loving versus Virginia decision in 1967, which outlawed all bans on interracial marriage. I'm not questioning your sure. position on that. But in your view, after that ban on after all the bans were struck down by the Supreme Court, even though there might have been Mormons or adherents to Bob Jones, who at the time uh, thought of blacks as inferior, as taught by their religion, you would have said that the states still have to step in and make laws. It's not enough uh, for the courts who have ruled. And if there were Mormons or Bob Jones adherents who were you know, law clerks, marriage license clerks, you would have said they have the legal right to defy the the constitution. The, uh, it's Supreme not Court. the same. It's not the same case. That was an interpretation of of marriage, but it was still man woman marriage. This is a completely new, uh, total redefinition of marriage, Jake. And I think what's important is that we have a county clerk who was not accommodated for her faith, but was jailed without bail. For God's sake, John Wayne Gacy, uh, the Boston Strangler, they got bail. So did Jeffrey Dahmer. This is a county clerk who was not given any accommodation. Secondly, if, if we're going to be this strict about it, I'm going to know, will Gavin Newsom be arrested, the lieutenant governor of 
California because when he was mayor, he performed same-sex weddings even though it was blatantly illegal in his state. You have multiple examples of people who said, well, I know what the law is, but I'm not going to follow it. Barack Obama 23 times said that he couldn't enact the DREAM Act. It would be against the law. Then he turned around and did it. My question is, why is there a double standard, two sets of rules, one for politicians on the left and another set of rules that is applied to a county clerk in Kentucky who, by the way, is a Democrat? Okay, we have more people to hear from today. As I mentioned, Kim Davis, the Kentucky clerk who was jailed last week for refusing to grant marriage licenses to same-sex couples, has been released from prison. Now, you just heard Governor Mike Huckabee being interviewed on CNN um, uh, regarding Kim Davis and his uh, belief uh, in, in defending her. You heard Kim Davis giving her statement after being released from prison this afternoon. Ted Cruz, now another GOP presidential candidate, says where he stands with regard to Kim Davis and what he thinks about the courts. This well, is what happened is an outrage. It, it is fundamentally wrong. For the first time, we're seeing a Christian woman thrown in jail for standing up for her faith. I'll tell you, I stand with Kim Davis unequivocally. I stand with her and anyone else that the government is trying to persecute for standing up for their faith. This is fundamentally wrong, and it's inconsistent with the First Amendment of the Constitution. We are a nation that was formed by people fleeing religious oppression and coming to seek a land where we could worship free of the government getting in the way. Mm -hmm. and, and it is stunning what is happening here. You know, I wonder if Ted Cruz, Mike Huckabee, and others would stand up for her if she had been Muslim. Would they? I doubt it. Because it's about Christianity. It's about Jesus, isn't it? Right? It's about Christianity and it's about Jesus. That's what it seems to be. I have a lot of questions for you, and I'm going to ask those of you in a minute. Just want to give you uh, a little more information here. Um, she said, uh, Huckabee did say when she got out of prison, quote, God showed up in the form of an elected official, Kim Davis. I think there would be more people becoming atheist if Kim Davis was actually God. Not God, but, you know, if God showed up in the form of Kim Davis. He went on to say Kim Davis should have never been locked up for being a Christian and for following her conscience and the law. But would that have been the same if it had been a Jew? A Muslim? Hare Krishna? Hindu? Buddhist? Parsi? Baha'i? Satan worshiper? How about if it had been a Satan worshiper? That was refusing some type of service and breaking the law based on their religion. Now you might say, okay, with well, Satan that doesn't you know count because you know there's no there's no God, there's no Jesus. Okay, a Muslim they believe Jesus is a prophet and they believe in God. Hmm. New Jersey Governor Chris Christie also weighed in. He said Davis should be given another government job because those licenses quote have to be issued under the law. So he may not like what she did, but he doesn't think she should lose her job, and she can't really because she's an elected official. He said, quote, people have a right to practice their religion. He said, now I have said what I would do with this woman is to move her to another job where there is not an objection for her because you have to follow the law, and the law has to be – these licenses have to be issued. And you know what? I agree with Christie. It's rare, but I agree with Christie. You do have a right to practice your religion. But if you run for office – and know that part of your job may conflict with that religion, don't run for office, okay? And then if after you're in office, 
much like a judge. A judge is a judge, and a judge sits there and realizes, oh, my God, I know the defendant's mother. I was friends with her in high school. I've got to recuse myself. There's a conflict of interest here, right? Well, in a sense, little Kimmy there has got to recuse herself, right? And she's got to be moved to another job. I agree with Chris Christie. Um, he said, he went on, I think we should give her an option to do another job where her religious concerns are not going to be put into the crosshairs on this. So we have to respect, have respect for people, but the government also has to function. Um, he said that he doesn't think people uh, should, candidates should play politics with the case. Oh, my God, I agree with him. Uno dos tres. Now, you know that Huckabee's a former Baptist minister. And he planned to host, uh, he hosted that rally for her this afternoon. And we played you, Texas uh, Senator Ted Cruz, who's also running for president, um, his uh, situation and his opinion of Davis and what she did. He traveled to Kentucky to meet with her today as well. And uh, over the weekend, you heard Huckabee, as we played in that piece from CNN, liken the Supreme Court decision to judicial tyranny. Questions. One. America, you tell me. Why is it okay for Kim Davis to practice her religious beliefs and to be defended by all of these presidential candidates and big political names? But it's not okay for others. Again, if Kim Davis had been a Muslim, Ted Cruz, Mike Huckabee would have would said very different things. I think Chris Christie would have said the, maybe the same thing. I hope he would. But what if Kim Davis had been a Muslim? Would everybody be saying it was okay for her to practice her beliefs? No, 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 no. This isn't about the First Amendment. This isn't about freedom of religion. This is about evangelical, politically motivated, right-wing, Bible-thumping Christians. Pick up the phone and join me. Why is it okay for Kim Davis to practice her religious beliefs, but it's not for others, such as Muslims in the United States? 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Pick up the phone and join me. Two, are the GOP candidates' response to Kim Davis being jailed typical and what you expected? Why or why not? 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. And how much does a candidate's opinion on this situation matter to you? I mean, say you're a Republican. Say you're looking at Ted Cruz. Maybe you had turned your back on Chris Christie but go, Hey, I like that he's not mixing and preaching politics from the pulpit here. Does a GOP, does the candidate, left or right, uh, their opinion on Kim Davis matter to you? And does it even affect your decision on whether to vote for them or not? Maybe this is a very important issue for you no matter where you stand on it. 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Why does it seem that gay marriage and abortion are the only things that matter to Christians and not the rest of the Bible? Do Christians pick and choose what's convenient for them? You tell me. Maybe you're a Christian. 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543. And if you are a Christian, do you feel that people like Kim Davis have hijacked your religion? If so, how do your views differ from hers? 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. And now that she's been released from jail... Will she go back to work and will she issue those licenses? Will she let her clerks do it? Or will she get her ass thrown in jail for disobeying the judge's conditions? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. Got lots of Twitter action going on. Turn that into talking. This is a talk show. 8886 Leslie. 8886537543 to call me. Follow me on Twitter at Leslie Marshall back after this.
talking about the new Jesus, the new God, Kim Davis in Kentucky. No, I'm not. I'm Leslie Marshall, but we are talking about her. Pick up the phone and join us. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Talking about her release from jail and what would, uh, what will she do when she goes back to work. My bet is we're going to see her in jail again. Uh, let's uh, let's go to uh, Cliff in Virginia on line one. Hey, Cliff, good afternoon, happy Tuesday, and welcome. Thank you for taking my call, and uh, I love your, your wit and your wisdom on Thank the you. radio show. Uh, I kind of look at this situation from the standpoint of it, Kim Davis just represents a strain of Christianity that is what I would call Bible-based bigotry. And we've seen this, you know, as it relates to preventing folks that should have free and equal access to the laws of marriage equality. Uh, if she really was about her religion, she would have recused herself or she would have resigned. The minute the Supreme Court of the United States said that marriage equality was the law of the land, she had a legal right to execute that law. And when she decided on her own to inject her religion into that office, she was in violation of the law and she deserved to be incarcerated. And I'm just really getting sick and tired of people on the right using Christianity, using religion as a mechanism for bigotry against our fellow Americans. And that's what she did. And that's what well, she you know, there are people joking about it. I, I mean, actors and whatever saying, imagine the uproar if that crazy biatch in Kentucky refused to give someone a gun license, right? And right. I had pointed out if she were Muslim. Now, this is just, you know, it's for some reason Christians, you know, get seriously like, uh, you know, they, they get an erection over attacking gay people or, you know, you know, organizations like Planned Parenthood or anyone who's pro-choice or anything that has to do with the fetus. They don't care about the baby. They don't care about the child. And they certainly don't care about the human beings in the LGBT community. Those are their two their two issues. Well, I, I think what you see, you know, with, I mean, this example with Kim Davis, I mean, you can go back, you know, back to February. With Cliff, Indiana sweetie, staff. Cliff, can you hold on a sec? I got to take a break. I went long in my monologue. Hang on. I'm going to come right back to you and, so you can finish up your thought. I, I didn't want you to get further. I wanted to hear everything you had to say and everybody listening as well. If you're holding, hang on. If you want to join us, 8886-LESLIE is our number. 888-653-7543. Is this hypocrisy by Christians? Does it turn you off to Christianity if you're a Christian? And will she issue those licenses when she gets back to work? I'm Leslie Marshall. Leslie Marshall, you know, if you eat too much, eat the wrong foods, even sleep in the wrong position, you can get an upset stomach. Experts say that nearly all of us eventually are going to develop some sort of digestive problem. And that's because as we age, our stomach actually produces less of the enzymes and they're needed to break down food. So what do I do if I have a queasy, uneasy, refluxy feeling? I take a Gutsy Chewy tablet. Gutsy Chewy is an oral and digestive supplement. Best of all, it's 100% natural. Gutsy Chewies were invented by my buddy, Dr. Doug Hagiki. Dr. Doug's a gastroenterologist and a dentist. He blended natural heartburn remedies like papaya, licorice root, and apple cider vinegar, and then he added calcium, magnesium, and xylitol for oral health as well. When you put all those things together, they actually boost your body's natural defense against heartburn and reflux. Gutsy Chewies are gluten and lactose-free. They come in citrus and wild berry flavors. 
So if you're like me and you get that queasy, uneasy, refluxy feeling, do what I do. Take a gutsy, chewy tablet. You'll feel better, and because it's 100% natural, it's better for your health. Learn more at gutsyproducts.com or call 855-GO-GUTSY. That's 855-484-8879. That's gutsyproducts.com. We're talking about somebody who many perceive as being gutsy. Some perceive her as being a hypocrite, and uh, there are a lot of things places of thought in between. We go back to Cliff in Virginia. We're talking about Kim Davis. Uh, Kimberly Davis was released released from prison because the judge has seen that the marriage licenses as the Supreme Court has ruled are being issued in Rowan County, Kentucky. Uh, But what will happen when she goes back to work and what are your thoughts on this woman and what she has done and why? Cliff in Virginia was telling us on line one. Cliff, thank you for holding welcome back. You were saying. Well, I just think that, one, she sets a dangerous precedent about using religion as a mechanism to discriminate against Americans that are receiving lawful public services. Um, number two, I mean, she's a threat to the tax base because she doesn't want to correct revenue for marriage licenses. And number three, she just represents a dangerous strain of Christianity that has existed in the United States for a very long, long time. I mean, these are the same types of arguments that were used to discriminate against African Americans and to rationalize slavery. Uh, people forget that the Ku Klux Klan was a Christian organization, you know, where they were basically saying was God's will and God's law to keep people in servitude or that people were to maintain second class citizenship or standing. So for me, it's very sensitive to see that these arguments are still being used to discriminate against uh, our fellow Americans. And that's, and that's the strain of Christianity that she represents. Well, you know, let me tell you something. Even if God does feel and I don't know because there are different interpretations of the Bible, and there are many things that are uh, abhorrent to God, even if the word abomination isn't used. There are many other words very similar and even, uh, you know, uh, more negative uh, as an adjective uh, used to describe various sins. Yet again, it also says uh, sin is sin in the eyes of God. So I find it a bit contradictory, Um, and and therefore I think, uh, you know, greatly open to interpretation. I certainly don't know if the Bible is the Word of God, and if it is, I am certainly not going to be his spokesperson. I know better. Uh, But I have to say, I sometimes wish... That God would come here, and I know some people might say, well, he did in the form of Jesus. Now I'm talking now, 2015, okay? God would just step down from his throne and say, Kim, (laughs) you do not speak for me, and you are not supposed to judge people. Did you read this part? Here, right here. I'm going to highlight this for you, (laughs) because that's, and and honestly, it's one of the reasons I'm not a Christian anymore. It's, It's people like Kim, and it's people who have hijacked and sabotaged Christianity, Jesus, what he really was, I believe, historically, <clears throat> on earth, his teachings, his life, and uh, quite frankly, um, I, you know, I don't like Gandhi, I just don't find Christ among them. Good talking to you, Cliff, and I will talk to you again, I'm sure, my friend. Thank you. Thank you for the call. Let's go to George in Texas, online, too. Hi, George, listening on iHeartRadio. How are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing good. How you doing? Um, I think uh, Ted Cruz in that clip that you uh, that you played, he kind of hit it right on the money. He said, you know, that you should be able to practice your religion without the government getting in the way. Well, if you've been elected to office, you are part of the government. You know, so now you're getting in the way of other people. You're getting in the way of yourself. <laughs> so there you go. Um, you know, and again, like like you said, you know, what what if if, if it was somebody of a, you know, the a Jew a Jewish person trying to get married? Well, oh, they they killed Jesus. I don't want to give you a, a license. You know, things like that. I mean, 
And the other side of it is, what about me as a taxpayer if I don't agree with what Oh, no, 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 wait. Let's go back to that. Because technically, okay. as a born-again Christian, it also says, and I'm going to paraphrase, that if you, if nobody wants to receive the word of God they tell, that Jesus told the apostles, then he says to wipe your feet of the sand on their mat and move on. In other words, screw them. Okay? They don't right. want the message. They don't want the message. Don't shove it down their throat. Move on. Okay? So, uh, base, and, and what, it, what it also says, all have fallen short uh, of the glory of God. All have sinned and fall, fall short of the glory of God. But it also says that you must be born again, right? So, technically, some Christians could consider, and that you're not supposed to be unequally yoked, numerous interpretations of that. Uh, black, white, uh, you know, Jew marrying Christian, uh, Palestinian marrying Israeli. I mean, the list goes on. But technically, a really strong born-again Christian could cite their religion and refuse a Jew or a Muslim because those people are anybody who's not a Christian because they have not accepted Christ as their personal savior. Right. I mean, I'm just saying, this, this, is, this is beyond a Pandora's box. Well, didn't Christ also say, uh, I'm not a Christian either, but didn't Christ also say, uh, be not of this world, you know? Uh, Correct. You know, get yourself ready for the next world. I mean, get out of the way, let somebody play the game that's got, you know, that wants to do right by the government. You know, you, you asked if this would affect me uh, voting for somebody. You know, I'm from... Texas, cruises from uh, Texas. You know, if, if you don't know what the founding fathers try to do uh, with trying to keep religion, I mean, this, uh, out of the government, this case here should tell you exactly why, in their wisdom, they try to keep religion out of government. Look at the mess, you know? Look at yeah. the... No, no, well, you, you were right. Like, Ted Cruz doesn't even realize what he said, perhaps, but you were right, because she's getting in the I'm, way of herself. George, anything else, I'm, sweetie? Yeah, I'm surprised that uh, I'm Latino. I've been uh, and I've been married to a black woman for you know going on almost thirty years. Uh, you know, oh, you unequally yoked, you unequally yoked heathen. <laughs> <laughs> well, back then it was a little harder. You know, now everybody you know there's no problem I guess with you know being from a mixed marriage. I wonder these guys that are uh, right now with these banners and stuff, where are they going to be 30 years and By now? the way, the same arguments, many of the same, not all, but many of the same arguments that are given today, um, except for procreation, but many, about why gay people should not be able to marry, okay, LGBT community members, okay, is the same as was given as why a black man, a black woman, and, and a white man shouldn't marry. And I think most people are familiar with the story of the first, uh, in, in, the interracial couple that fought. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nothing. And fought. And Nothing. by the way, he died right after they uh, they won. I think it was what a week later in a car accident. Just and just terrific the things these two people. And these are these were two Christians who fell in love, had very had had children who grew up to be outstanding members of society. Just a horrific thing that hatred and judgment do. Thank you for the call. Call me again, buddy. I hope to hear back from you. And, of course, I knew you were Latino. I could hear it in that sexy accent there. Uh, let's go to Mike in Akron, Ohio, Line 5. Mike, good afternoon. Hey, Leslie. It's Mike, your Jewish warrior in Akron. Oh, um, you, you, the, the murderer of Jesus. Hello, Mike. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Um well, it's kind of funny with all this going on and everything else. I love how the Christians want to, you know, 
dip their hand into my book whenever it's convenient for them. Oh, I love that. Don't you love how the New Testament is the new covenant uh, under Jesus and Christians? But they'll go back to the old covenant when it's convenient. (laughs) When it's convenient. And uh, I was listening to a program, and they brought up Leviticus 18.22, which is talking about uh, the sodomite rape gangs in um, Sodom and Gomorrah. And I was talking to my rabbi about it and how the Christians use this as the argument for uh, hating gays. And... um, yeah, do not. Uh, it depends on the version. NIV, do not have sexual relations with a man as one does with a woman. That is detestable, is what they said. And, of course, in the uh, other, like the, the King James Version, it's an abomination. Right. And the rabbi said, yeah, but that really wasn't talking about two people being in love and having sex. It was talking about these rape gangs. And then the other part about that is, even if it were, in the Ten Commandments, it's trumped by the higher commandment, which is love thy neighbor. Amen. I think that's all we can leave it on. <laughs> and, Mike, we are out of time. Uh, everybody holding, I didn't get to your call, but I am back tomorrow. I hope you will be as well. And if you call in tomorrow, whatever. Oh, we have another sign. What the heck am I talking? Well, I'm trying to get out of work early, and I just had a long weekend. What's going on? See what happens when you're on vacation? Mike, I'm sorry. I had to take a break. If Mike wasn't finished, get him back or call back and let you finish your your thought. Those holding, I'm coming to you right after this. What the hell am I talking about? (laughs) We'll be back. Oh, did I say hell? I'm sorry. I'm all wrapped up in this religion stuff. What the heaven am I talking about? We'll be back. He would laugh his ass off that this was the song chosen for Kim Davis because Mark used to play this as bumper music when we first started the show a decade ago. And we actually started the show before a decade ago, but before but when we became uh, syndicated and then broke off from our uh, former former owners. Um, he would play, and I told him he played it once, uh, and then he played it again. Then he played it again. After like three or four times, I said, Mark, i, I got to tell you something. He said, what? I said, I hate that song. He goes, well, I said, I don't know why. I just hate, I hate it. I hate it. I hate that song. And he goes, you do? So whenever he'd get like mad at me, he was PO'd, he'd play it. Like if I said something on the radio we didn't agree with, if 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 you know he felt I was mean to a call or whatever, he played it. It became like our personal joke. So the fact that that was the song chosen for when Kim Davis got on stage after her release from prison, I hope Marky Mark is out there. He's on vacation. I'm sure he's not listening to the show, but I hope he's having a good laugh. But I do hate that song. So it was interesting that that is what they choose. All right, let's go to the calls, 8886-LESLIE, because we do have another segment. Let's go to Paul in Washington, line two. Paul, good afternoon. Yeah, you faked me out there, Leslie, out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that, you know, have you ever heard the Paul Anka version of Eye of the Tiger? Yes, I have. Isn't that good? <laughs> no. He also does uh, Smells Like Keen Spirit. That's another good one. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I'm in agreement with you, uh, Leslie, that it's going to be a very short period of time before Kim Davis is back in jail, and I'll give you two reasons why. First of all, they're taking her release as a um, as an answer to prayer, and a, 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 a part of the path to victory. And so uh, it's a green light to go forward with the agenda. I don't know, and there are and there are people who are giving her very bad advice, 
because she is in violation of Article 6 of the Constitution. And the other thing is, is that I don't know if you know this, but although she's only been in this office for uh, about a year or less than a year, it is a family tradition going back almost 100 years that someone in her family holds this office, this uh, Rowan County Clerk's office. And so I think that along with this kind of tradition comes a little bit of entitlement that they think they own the office. And uh, it is up to them to set the, um, to set the rules and not, uh, and, uh, and, and not the United States Constitution. You spoke of uh, the covenant, the, the, old, uh, the, the, the new covenant and the old covenant. The Judeo covenant of Leviticus, which has about, what, 367 thou shalt and thou shalt not. Yep. That's, that's the code by which she lives her life. On, uh, so she lives she No, lives no, no, no. Life. We know she doesn't. Well, she, she, that's what she, we're, she wants us to believe. And that's why we know she doesn't. J- right. Just for the, the sheer number of thou shalt nots. Yeah, who could? Right. And as you say, we always... I mean, wait a minute. Just try the Ten Commandments. Seriously. I don't know about you, but when I see a really great pair of expensive shoes or handbag, I covet that thing. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, but the, the, the point being is that our system of law is common law. And that means essentially that our 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 laws are 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 made essentially by judicial precedents. And ne'er the twain covenant and common law shall meet. They cannot because a co- a covenant is an oath to God. These things, these three hundred and sixty-seven things that one swears they will do, it, it's not self-governance. Common law is our constitution is about self-governance. And a covenant law, which are ancient laws, are not self-governance. So the two can't the the, the two can't uh, go together. And let me just say quickly, I love this exercise, and you can try it on your friends. I sometimes do presentations on uh, local libraries on civics. Uh, I did one a couple of months ago on Social Security. I'm doing one in a month or two on uh, on the Supreme Court. And I always ask this question: What was our nation founded upon? And people always say, I get all these answers, on, and they they yell at all these things. And uh, like Christian Christian principles, and I say, well, I thought our, Christ, our nation was founded on the Constitution. Oh yeah, 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 that. But that was founded on Christian principles. So I say, let's try this. List some Christian principles for me, and I write them on the board. Can you list? And most people can't even come up with any. So they start picking things out of the Ten Commandments. So I say, okay, let's get three, four, five. Let's get five of them. And then I say, all right, now let's play a game like in the paper. Match these up with on the right side with some constitutional principles. List anything from the Constitution, and we have constitutional copy right there. Find something and then draw the line between them. That's the end of, the, that's the end of that discussion, because you can't. You cannot draw the two together. There's nothing there. Even, well, what people say, well, what about thou shalt not murder? Did you notice that in the Constitution it doesn't say you can't murder? Otherwise, we, we would have trouble uh, justifying capital punishment, which is legal in this country. Or stealing. None of the, none of those things are in the Constitution. So it's a very d- difficult case to make. But most people, like the supporters of Kim Davis, believe that the the country is founded on the covenant values of the Judeo-Christian covenant values. I know. I I and I I do. Uh, I don't think most people. I think a lot. Uh, most of the people who there are of her ilk. Uh, and I don't mean a Republican, but I mean a extremely evangelical uh, Christian and want to, you know, politically be evangelicals as well. I have, uh, a, I have a member. My my oldest brother is is one of these people. He's absolutely one of them. He's he's very he's as much on the, the her side as 
Yeah, it's it, and just can't believe it. And it, it shocks me because, uh, you know, my brother is almost nine years older and, than I am. And as a, as a child, I learned a, lot of, I learned a lot from him, you know, about school and everything. And now I see, and now it's here we're in our, you know, our later, our, you know, middle-aged years. Uh, he's thrown his brain out the window. And I feel like well, ask ask him if he's okay of her being stoned because she's been married four times as an adulteress numerous times. She used to be stoned to death according to the Old Testament, but I guess she doesn't like that. Well, that would have to apply to my brother too. He's been married three times. We have to stone him too. Ah, actually, no. It's always women, Paul. I mean, all religions sexist. Everybody thinks everybody thinks it's just the Muslims or Muhammad that was sexist. Hell no. Well, Jews and Christians you, are sexist as well. Read the Old and New Testament. Did you notice in in John uh, eight through twelve where it says the adulteress? Uh, they were going to stone the adulteress, and Jesus said, who, who, who is without sin cast the first stone? It says in Leviticus that both the man and woman should be stoned, and that's, that's actually why uh, one of the reasons we know that that, that, sto- that that story, Jesus never said that. It was, something, it was a folktale about Jesus that emerged about 200 or 300 years later. Well, I don't know about that, but Paul, very interesting as always chatting with you. Uh, let's go next to Michael in the Bronx on line three. Michael, good afternoon. Hi, Leslie. So glad to be on. A message to Kim Davis and all her supporters, and I'm sorry to even include Mike Huckabee in this. Just stop it already. Stop with the blasphemy. Stop with the hijacking of the Christian religion. And stop hijacking the First Amendment. First off, you if you are a Christian, that means you are a follower of Christ. And if you are a follower of Christ, you will follow all his teachings and his examples and actions that he's done, which you will find in the Gospels, in the New Testament. So if people want a little homework assignment, read through the Gospel of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and you see not once did Jesus say anything about gay marriage. He never said anything about abortion. He never said anything about contraception. The topics that the right-wing extremists love to bring up and incorporate and invoke Jesus' name into the matter, which is absolutely blasphemous. Just stop it. And as far as the First Amendment goes, um, let me remind everybody, and this is yours truly, a Christian speaking here, the First Amendment was not just for Christians, it was for everybody. And it's so it's so amazing how the same right-wingers want to turn around and hassle Muslims like you have the Pam Gellers out there that want to persecute Muslims, and they say they all killed us on 9-11, which is a load of crap. You know, they have a right to practice their religion as much as Christians do, as much as Jews, as much as whatever religion that you can even think of. So having said that, how do you know that there's not a religion that supports gay marriage. That's why you have weddings in the church, in the Christian tradition, and that's why you also have weddings in the civil area. So, Kim Davis, if you're so big on your religious convictions, you should have thought about that before you turn around and ran for county court, and then you sign your name on to the... Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. She, just like a judge, should have recused herself, right? And she should have said, I need a transfer. I need a transfer. Thank you, Michael. I'm Leslie Marshall. Chelsea, thank you for sitting in for Marky Mark Grimaldi. Andrew, as always, a pleasure having you as one of our great producers. I'm Leslie Marshall, your host. I'll be back tomorrow. Catch me before the show on TV on The Real Story with Gretchen Carlson on Fox News Channel. And uh, join us again tomorrow right here on The Only True Democracy and Talk Radio.